0: We want this to be a great place for people to come and buy. We want them to feel good about it. And we want them to recognize that we share the values of caring for the planet, caring for the people within the planet, and that we can all thrive together by better communication, by creating a level playing field where everyone can get access to the marketplace. So quite literally, a villager in India, South America, Africa will sell to a local vendor who will then take it a few miles away to the next vendor and so forth before it gets to the tables of a western um, furniture shop or a western high street shop. These things have gone through multiplicital sales increases and none of that's getting back to the, the person that's created the original product. And I've been in situations in Embo for instance in Brazil where I had a conversation with a guy called Mario. He burst into tears when we described what we were trying to do and he said that this is manna from heaven. He said, we've got in this marketplace people creating artworks that they're selling to the gallery right next to them and receiving 5% of the final price. They're then having to go to the gallery and beg for money to buy milk to feed the kids. And so it's this fundamental of an Um, lack of access to market and an inefficient inefficient marketplace that we're trying to attack.
1: Quite a lot of the things that we do demonstrate that in terms of going out and looking um, for business and for opportunities. So, for example, we're about to launch the brand um, as a trial run in Sephora stores in France, Italy and Spain. And that's literally us just sitting down and saying, where are the opportunities for the brand? They haven't approached us, but let's approach them. Let's show them the gap that they have within their stores and how we can actually fill that. We had to identify some of the places that we thought were good for the sleep makeup brand to be positioned with in the future. And you do that in various ways, looking at um, unemployment rates, brand saturation, things like that, just the, the whole economic trends of that country. And Brazil came up as one of our top priorities that we should be looking at for the positioning of the brand. So we already planned out that we would approach Brazil um, for research purposes in 2009. It was scheduled that, it would be in the third quarter, that we would go there and have a look at what's going on in the market. How has barcode technology um, affected retailing? What's the big impact of barcodes?
2: The big impact is the amount of data that it can generate, Um, because previously, before barcodes, In a a self-service store, you'd have prices on all of the items, but no more than that. So when it comes to the point of sale, the checkout operator would key the price. If you were lucky, it would key a department code, but you'd have virtually no information about what was being sold. Um, so, with scanning, what that enables is the identity number to be captured so you know exactly what products are selling, so that means that you can you can know what the consumers are buying, uh, what products it is that they like, what products they don 't like. you can start to tailor your range to, to, to meet what they need crucially, you know what you 're selling through the point of sale so you know which, which items you need to replenish that starts to enable you to have automatic reordering um, and you know all kinds of information about, uh, about how successful a promotion is, about how successful a new product is, um, that enables you to take much better decisions about product ranges and about promotions and about pricing and about discounts and so on.
3: Well, people come to us, sure, for cost saving. I mean, anywhere you go on the web, you're going to find you know, great savings. People come to expect that. And you know, our customers tell us that they save on average 68% over the high street you know, spend. Um, So, um, I think value is a big part of that, but value, you know, in our business comes in lots of different ways, and we like to offer great value by offering an unparalleled service so the ability to talk to a dispensing optician whenever you want to, have a free consultation over the phone. So, whether it's online or offline, you know, I think the job of a sort of cutting-edge web business like ours, dealing with a very high-touch product like Glasses, is, is to continue to innovate and find ways of getting customers comfortable with buying online you know, to be able to use all those kind of web tools of filtering and navigation and spend as long as you want looking, you know, around our shop with thousands of different models without a pushy salesman, you know, looking over your back, the ability to have a home trial and a money back guarantee, you know, all of these different um, aspects of our service, we feel what encompasses the kind of overall value proposition um, and makes us a, a more preferable alternative to the high street.